In today's show, I'm going live on YouTube to take your questions. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And if you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Welcome to everyone here in the live show, in the chat, ready to, um, ready to ask questions. We've got 30 minutes or so here. Uh, and let's see what we can actually uh, what we can actually get out of it. So let's go through and have a look at everyone who is here at the moment. Um, all right, go go go. Is Dylan Wright a hold in ten team category leagues? Um, look, I think when he comes back, he's th- he's going to have pretty good value. So that question depends, uh, BT, on where you sit at the moment. Like, are you in a comfortable position? Like, he's probably back after the All Star break. So you got what a week and two days. I would say, yes, I would hold him in that scenario. What is Saban Lee's ceiling? He's been great. He's also shooting at a completely unsustainable level. So I think we need to base that in. I, I don't Look, he came in with some you know, high athleticism stuff in terms of uh, projections coming out of college. But I wouldn't say that he is a top, top level prospect. And he'll probably go out of the rotation once players return. Like his last three games, he's shooting 65% from the field, including 80% from three. Like that's not going to continue. So he is riding a real hot streak at the moment. And I don't view him as any sort of... Yeah, maybe he has a season or two as a starter, but I highly doubt that. I think he's maybe yeah, top end backup sort of level. Yeah, absolute ceiling would be my guess. Um, all right. How are you, everyone? How's everyone going? How's it all going? Yes, 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 yes. Um, all right. Get to that question in a second, but let's look at Lucas Freeman, 10-team points league. Should I trade Gobert, OG, Michael Porter for Russ and Lowry? Now that Russ seems to be playing back-to-backs, A, why are we trading so many players again? It's the same question that I'll have all the time when you're doing this, but yeah, in saying that, you're trading away 98 points of production with the potential that Porter Jr. gets in, it gets better than that for 77 points of production. So if you can find guys off the waiver wire that average more than 21 fantasy points per game, it seems like an absolute no-brainer. In fact, if they average at least 20 points off the waiver wire, then it's a no-brainer to do that because you can have that as a, a streaming spot. And if those guys on the waiver wire average 20 and you get five games out from the week versus four games that you get from a normal player or 3.8 games you get from a normal player, then it's a clear win. So that is just very dependent on who is sitting there on the waiver wire. Um, what was that next question? Is who was it from? I'm trying to find who the name was. Anthony GN is uh Vucevic a, a sell high? Is Vucevic is big Vucevic Um, a little bit, yeah, a, a little bit. But it you, if he if you're selling high on Vucevic, you want to um, you want to be getting back a top level guy. So you're not selling him high to get a top thirty player. If someone wants to give you a top 20 player, a top 15 player, then you do it. Otherwise, you ride it out and you see what he's able to do for the rest of the season. So he's a very, very marginal sell high. 
But in most cases, it's just going to be you know, one that you stick with. Diego Cordero, I highlight this question because it's important. Um, do I trade Capella for Westbrook? I have no idea, Diego. And the reason why it's important is because that is not how trades work. Russell Westbrook is the guy who's very, very close. Bees dick away from averaging a triple-double. Clint Capella is a high field goal percentage blocking rebounding player. So you do the trade. It might be a massive win for you. It might be a huge loss for you. I have no idea, but that's not how Category League trades work. And it is super, I know I say it a lot, but it, it, obviously the message doesn't get through enough. So I need to bang it into you guys. Where's my button? Giggity. Um, that's not how trades work. You are trading very different players there. Even though their overall value, their value in a vacuum is similar, which again means nothing. Stuart Hiller, nine team, nine cat, 12 team trade Porter Jr. for top 70 value or hold. Um, also, thanks for helping get to plus 0.5. What does that mean? First time in fantasy. I don't really know what that means. But anyway, uh, do you trade him for top 70 value? Well, he's at pretty much the low end of his value, I'd say, at the moment. I'd be just inclined to uh, to hold, to ride, and see if he can improve. That, that's that's what I'd be doing. You're not getting... Is, is top 70 where he sort of is at the moment? Look, it's around that area. But... Yeah, can he get better? Like, pretty obviously he can. Will he get better? Yeah, that, that's the question. So I think I'd probably hold. Movie Maker 08, what's Lowry's best, worst trade destination where his value takes the biggest hit or biggest gain? Look, Lowry's really good. I don't believe that he gets traded. I know there's so much chatter about it. I, I don't believe it. I, I, yeah, I just don't think that he's going to... I know there was something that happened overnight. Um, Above 500. Thanks, Stuart. Um... Uh, yeah, I know there's been some chatter about it overnight, well, overnight for me. I just don't buy it. But Lowry is very good, and he's good enough to me that wherever he um, wherever he goes, his value will stay similar, with the exception that he plays a ton of minutes in Toronto. So with the fact that, yeah, he's playing like 37 minutes a night, and then that probably goes down, that's, yeah, almost anywhere that he goes will be a hit to his value. Yeah, the, the talk here from Keith Pompey from, from the Locked On Podcast Network, of course, is saying that Philadelphia, Miami, and Toronto, um, or sorry, Philadelphia, Miami, and the Clippers are teams that could be there. But he's saying that according to sources, these teams are potential trade destinations. It doesn't say, it doesn't seem to me that that's all that likely. Now, a source says Philly would like to be in, Larry would like to be in Philly, of course. He would. That's where he's from, and I could see him going back there next year. And if he does go to Philadelphia, it means he basically takes Seth Curry's minutes, probably a couple of extra, plays 33, 34 minutes. Um, obviously, a bit of a hit in usage, and Bede is a higher usage player than other guys in Toronto. Pretty much wherever he goes, it will be somewhat of a dip because he's not going to play those minutes, and he's not going to have... You know, the usage is not that high, but he's not going to have the same minutes. I think that's probably the... Um, the biggest issue there. And you know, this article from Pompey is saying, a league source says the Raptors want to reward Lowry for his years of service, helping him secure an opportunity to another NBA title. I, I think that if he does get traded, which again, I don't really believe, but if he does get traded, then um, it, it is going to be somewhat of a uh, of a downgrade in his, in his value and his production. Um, H Chambers, two of my four category leagues are not in good shape. I punted assist threes and steals. Should I abandon the punts? What's the best way to use basketball monster to help save those two leagues? Well, 
what does abandoning the punts do? Like if your team is already bad in those categories, that means you have to super scramble to try and make those categories not only competitive, but good. Yeah, it's it's really hard to do. Like if you are down the bottom of your league in assists, threes, and steals, how are you going to be able to get those back? It's very, very tough to do that. Um, the best way, I would lean into it. I would just say, well, I'm losing these categories. Get me players who don't have name value, who might be undervalued by others, and try and build absolute strength in those other categories. And doing that in your projections, in your your trade analyzer, and trying to scam people, and I say scam yeah, yeah, really loosely, to get that value back to really lean into that. TC says... Josh, 12-team, 9-cat league. Should we hold on to Jaron Jackson Jr.? What's your view on his rest of the season? TC, uh, that would depend. Again, where are you sitting? Are you 5th? Are you 1st? Are you 12th? If you're 12th, you really can't hold. Um, you know, we, we might be 3-4 weeks away still from him returning. Um, but if you're sitting in a really comfortable spot, top 2, then you hold, and it's a massive boost for your uh, for your fantasy playoffs. I think in a lot of cases, he is a drop, um, and even when he comes back, it'll be a rough goal thing. So I, I think the vast majority of cases, he probably and he probably was a drop months ago, to be honest, um, and I think in a lot of cases, he is. DJ says, what do I do with Kemba Walker? Um, maybe, DJ, you could trade him for Jeremy Lamb or Rob Williams. But in all seriousness, I think you just have to hold him. Like, unless someone wants to give you a top 60 player back, um, yeah, Walker will vacillate between top 90, top 70. He'll have some streaks where he's top 60. He won't consistently be a top 50 player. If someone wants to buy into that and give you that, then great. But I think you just have to deal with it. I don't, I don't really I don't really see... Look, no one's buying him in a trade. Um, and you can't drop him. It's it's really tough. Um, Luke Waiton, why did I bring back Monstrous Line of the Night, Rookie of the Night? Why did I get rid of them in the first place? I got rid of them in the first place because I thought they provided absolutely no value. Like, how does that help anyone's fantasy team for me to tell you this is the line of the night? Uh, it, it, it doesn't. I don't think it helped, it helped in any way. And <clears throat> the way that I changed my recording process means I was trying to get stuff out as quickly as possible. So as soon as that last game was done... I would go in and I would you know, record the last game and it would get pumped out. And then, it, But to do all those lines, then I had to go in and create graphics for all these categories, wait till every game finished until I could find out who the best performer was. Um, I sort of streamlined that process somewhat and people were just begging for it to come back. So that's why I brought it back. Um, what else have we got going on here? Mehmet Bascoglio. Hey, Josh, do you think Porzingis' is top 25 is health, if healthy the rest of the way? No, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he'll be top 20. I think, obviously, it continues to be really frustrating with him. Now he's doubtful today with his back problem. I think, um, I, I think he's not far off the top 25, but accounting for uh, missed games and yeah, fluctuations in his performance, yeah, top 35, yeah. Top 30, probably. Top 25, I think that's probably pushing it somewhat. Uzi, how are you? Josh, how do you feel? Teo Maladon or Saban Lee the rest of the season? It's easily Maladon, in my opinion, like very, very easily. Not only is DeLon Wright having to come back in Detroit, Dennis Smith played more minutes than Saban Lee last game, 
And Killian Hayes also has to come back at some point. So it, it's clearly uh, Theo Maladon. Dennis Tierro, is it time to stash Karis LeVert in injured reserve? Well, if you've got an injured spot, then sure. Why not? Absolutely. M. Webb, do I see Shea Gildas-Alexander having superstar potential? What do you classify as superstar potential? I'm not sure. He's not LeBron, KD, Kyrie, James Harden, Steph Curry. I don't think he's that level. Can he be... I was going to say, can he be Devin Booker? Is he already as good as Devin Booker? Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Is he a perennial... Like, let's say the over-under on Shea Gildas-Alexander All-Star Games is three and a half. Um, I would say, yeah, over. So is that a superstar? He's definitely going to be a star, I think. Poya Samavat. Josh, in a points league, do I see Bam maintaining his average or declining slightly? Um, uh, look, I think... I think um, in terms of Bam, I, I, I don't see why it would really drop too much. Lucas, Chet Manley dropped a super chat and then didn't ask a question. So Chet, just throw your question into the chat. Chet with the chat. There it is. Um, but I don't see, I don't see any question from you. Um Lucas Freeman, a team with 10 starters, three bench. What is the optimal number of streaming spots? You can, you, make, you can make seven pickups for the week for context. Then you probably want one, but I'll, I would say probably two, and I'll tell you why. Even though you have the ability to add one player per day, there are going to be multiple days per week where you can't actually add someone and use them. Therefore, yeah, those seven pickups, you're probably going to let them go to waste. So there'll be some days when there are five games on or six games on where you need to stream two guys in. So in a 10-team league, with how strong the waiver wire can be, with seven pickups for the week, I think two is the right answer. Cray Miranda, Roto League with long-term injured guys like CJ Nurk, Hunter Davis. I dropped 10 spots. Do I wait or should I make deals for lesser players to recoup games? Well, it's interesting. Um... Well, obviously, in a Roto League, you should have three bench spots and you should have games limits. So three of those four guys will just sit on your bench and it doesn't really cost you anything apart from the decrease in production you get from putting a bench guy in their spot. Now, obviously, losing one of those guys is pretty tough. Um, the thing is that you're going to have... Look, all those guys are out for, for a decent amount of, of time. CJ, I don't know when he's coming back. I think it's a while. Nurkic, we're probably looking three, four weeks. Hunter... It's a long time. Anthony Davis, um, he's probably back the soonest. I, I would consider dropping uh, someone like DeAndre Hunter just because he's out the longest there, just so you can get that extra player back in. Because otherwise, you might be missing another that roster spot, 15, 20 games in that area. So not dropping, but maybe trying to trade him. Lockie Fisher, my team is 7-2. and two. Any moves you suggest? That, that's really, really tough to suggest. Lockie, I appreciate the super chat, but... Yeah, you give me your team here. It's very hard for me to say what moves I suggest. I can see you've got Darius Baisley on your team. So I'll suggest this. Get that garbage out of here! I think dropping him and using that spot to be streamed. Now, you're 7-2, and two, which is great. But you've got guys like Eric Gordon. You've got... got who's TJ? Is it TJ Warren or TJ McConnell? I don't know. You've got Eric Gordon. You've got uh, Gary Trent. You've got the depressed penis, Sadiq Bay, And you've got Darius Baisley. There is a lot of streaming value in that team. So I would be... I would be looking to um, stream. He says, any moves, especially with a uh, playoff schedule release? Well, A, I don't know what your playoff schedule is because I don't know what your when your league finishes. But again, making moves 
for fantasy playoffs is fraught with danger. Oh man, this guy's got five games and then two of his games get postponed or he gets injured or he rests or he's out of the rotation or he's traded to a different team. And there are just so many ways that that stuff can go wrong that if you're trading for lesser value, um, you get bitten on the ass really, really easily. Uh, but anyway, I, I think what the main thing I'd be doing there, Lockie, is just you know looking at you know, Baisley as a streaming option. Nah, nah, a Kiki or Claxton for today. I think he got. To, I think it's got to be a Kiki, unless something's happened and I haven't noticed that De, De, DeAndre Jordan's out, which I, I don't think is true. Is the Jack Armstrong soundbite your new favorite soundbite? Maybe, mainly because it just has so much use. I've got a I've got another new one that I'm that I'm ready to drop in. I'm just waiting for someone to ask a question about about the guy. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but uh, I, I like I like this one though. John Dela Cruz. I was offered Vucevic. Is Vucevic? Is Vucevic? I was offered Vucevic for Christian Wood and Buddy Hield in a Yahoo Standard ten cat nine team league. Is Vuc worth it? Well, he's the better player there. Wood is out. Um. Yeah, take it. Why not? Max Andrews, Max Andrews paying a super chat just to troll. Is Hassan Whiteside a sell high in a 10-team ESPN points league? Mate, if you could sell him for anything that's a top 300 player, you'd do it. Is trading Tatum for Drummond in categories good? No, Humdi, it's actually horrible. It's actually really bad. Apparently, I missed a super chat from someone. Briley Schmidt, you put a super chat in and you didn't ask a question. So... I. I didn't say your name, but I also didn't uh, say your question. Back to Humdi. Uh, is trading Tatum for drum is, is a horrible trade. Daniel Bedoya. Rest of season outlook for Jarrett Allen. Top 50 easily. Maybe, um, yeah, may, maybe top 30. I, I think that's probably a, a realistic... I don't, I don't even know where I've got him projected. But even that might be under where I have him. Uh, the only worry you have with Jarrett Allen, I think... Oh, shit, I've got him far out. I didn't realize I didn't predict that high. I've got him uh, projected top... I've got him projected second rounder. That is crazy. Because uh, I go in and I do the projections and I don't go and look at rank because rank is really unimportant in the in the scheme of things, especially when comparing players in category leagues. It's not that important. But it still looks jarring when you see him there and you go, shit, 24th, that's, that's pretty crazy. But he's also the 10th ranked player over the last week. So maybe it's not that crazy. Uh, Briley, all right, here's your question. What's my thoughts on Donovan Mitchell and Rashawn Holmes for Drummond and Lamello? I have a fairly three fairly easy weeks coming up, and I'm eight and one. Um, you're eight and one, so why bother? Like, what value are you gaining in this trade? Like, the average of those players, it's sixty-one for sorry, seventy-one for seventy-two. So, what's the what's the difference there? You got Drummond, who you don't know when he's going to play, and then when he goes to a team, I would find it absolutely stunning if he has the same value that he had in Cleveland. To me, uh, Briley, that is a clear no. Um, you know, back to you, Max Andrews. I appreciate the troll. It's good. Um, man, a lot of uh, Jared Allen questions. Robert McWatt, rest of season outlook for Capella. I don't really see much changing from him, to be honest. Like he's the 40th ranked player so far. Maybe he's a top 35 guy. Maybe he's a top 45 guy. I don't really see huge amounts changing. He's been great. Yeah, again, it's his. I think he's just. I think he sort of is who he is. Zach TV two. You ignored the pinned message and you did a super chat, which I appreciate. But I have no idea. OG or Pirtle in a Yahoo points league. I'll say OG because I know that he's going to be a starter. But I don't know your scoring. 
And B, you dropped a super chat with no question. Matt Tracy, value for Barnes and slow-mo. Barnes, I think, will be marginally consistent with a bit of a drop-off because he is having a career year. Anderson, Memphis is a team I just cannot answer. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. And that's because there's just so much uncertainty. Like, now we got Justice Winslow back and then Dylan Brooks went out. So when Brooks comes back, how does that all work? That's what I don't know. And then Jaron Jackson has to come back. And Anderson's best minutes have been playing as a four. So I would think we have to assume that um, we have to assume that his value drops somewhat. M Webb says, huge fan, your kids is you're fucking hilarious and you're always brighten my day. Cheers, mate. I should do one podcast where I just unleash. It's just F bombs, C words, it's just everything. I'm just going crazy. I'm sure who who would like it? I'm sure someone would like it, but I'd probably get deplatformed by YouTube if uh, if I spoke like uh, me and a lot of other Australians speak in person. Should we Zach TV? Should we is that you, Alfred Zach, with a new name? Should we rely on uh, D'Angelo Russell for the playoffs in Week 17? I don't think you should rely upon him at all. Not only was he bad before his knee injury, he had a knee knee surgery. So four to six weeks is a nonsense time frame. Um, you're talking what seven weeks from now? I would be pretty stunned if he is A, back, and B, playing full minutes at that point. What are good trade options for Tatum in category? Humdi, if you're trading away Jason Tatum now, then you're trading him at the wrong time. He's struggling at the moment, so you do not trade him. Deej Nuts, what's the C word? Someone else can do it. Someone else can answer that for me. Um... Josh, did you see Model X? Did you say Anthony? Did I see Anthony Edwards dunk on the Raptors? Of course I did. Is it the dunk of the year? Of course it is. There's no better dunk so far this year. It's probably the best dunk of the last four to five years. Um, what else are we doing? Maybe, maybe I don't know how I do this hardcore episode. We'll see. At some point it'll happen. Should you hold uh, Sadiq Bay or Ricky Rubio? Use them as streaming spots. I think, I think they're worth holding for the time being. Yeah. Izzy Ravach. Hey, Josh, do I trade Oladipo and Kemba? Oladipo and Kemba for Drew. Yeah, I would. Dylan Doe. Can someone ask when I should pick up Kevin Love? I'm sure someone can ask that, Dylan, but you just did. So when should you pick up Kevin Love? I would uh, I would assume that Love will be back maybe just before the All-Star break, maybe after the All-Star break. I do not think he is a necessarily high priority uh, ad. Is Marcus Smart worth picking up and holding on to in a 10-team 9K Yahoo League? Chris Ellis, thank you for the super chat. Um, is he Look, he's good. Is he worth holding on to in a nine-team league? You're at the top of the standings? Yes. Now, Smart could be three, four weeks away. So if you're battling for playoff spots and you've got other multiple injuries, and that's why context is always going to be important in these because... In you know, in, in a situation where we've got no injuries, sure, I can ride with one injured guy. If I've got five blokes out, then it's no, no, it's useless. But if I've got five blokes out and I'm sitting, let's say nine and one, and the next closest bloke is five and four in the standings, then sure, I can ride it out. I can take a loss for a week or two. Diego Cordero, I don't know why I get this question so many times. What are you drinking in such a small cup? Cup has nobody ever heard of espresso before? Like, it, it's coffee. I don't need to drink coffee like an American in a like a, an oil barrel. It's it's just coffee. Like 
that's how coffee is drunk. If you're having espresso, it comes in a small cup. I don't know why this confuses so many people. Alon Arnaldez, do I trade Fox and Nun for? It's Volsen, it's big Volsen, 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 bitch. Um, 10-team category league? Yeah, mate, Nun's are worth nothing in a 10-team category league. So yeah, that is a great trade if you can do that. Even though, now the thing, I'll, I'll say this again because I've got to keep that in there. Fox for Vooch is a very different trade. One guy's an assist and steals player. One guy's a points and rebounds guy with good threes. So it is very different. But if you want to talk overall value, um, then uh, Vooch is better. Joshua Champagne, Scotch. A little early for Scotch. It is 7.55 a.m. here. That's more of a weekend thing. Um, Theo Canning, Saban Lee thoughts. I've done that already. Joe Stout, come over to the dark side. Oil barrel is the bomb. You know what? American coffee, it was so shit when I was there. Yeah, but really, there's a lot of coffee that is bad, but American coffee, it's it's off. I, I can't drink it. Spit those big coffees, mate. Disgusting. This is just pure bitterness in a cup. Reflects my soul perfectly. Arn B and Kill Kev, you super chatted without a question. Considering the uncertain timetable on Karis LeVert and D'Angelo Russell, who would you drop between the two? I'd say there's more of an uncertain timetable on Karis LeVert. I, I know what D'Angelo Russell's timetable is. He's going to be six to eight weeks from, from here, probably. Um, TJ Moose Manzada, good name, but you 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 committed an absolute sin in terms of my um, in terms of pet peeves. It's not espresso, espresso, but I'll, I'll give you a pass because you agree with me. Uh, Luca Classo, do I trade uh, Gobert for Jarrett Allen in eighteen team nine cat league? My question to you would be, why do you want to do that? I, I can understand doing it, and I think. Yeah, I, I think Allen's probably going to be better than Gobert the rest of the year. Now, Gobert probably blocks more shots. But overall, I, I think Allen might be the guy. I don't think there's anything wrong with that trade. Um, all right. Any update on uh, Nurkic? I don't believe there's anything specific. I think we're still looking maybe a week or two after the uh, after the All-Star break is my, uh, is my guess. All right, I'll ask it to you guys here in the chat. I know I've asked it before, and I said this on Twitter, but I'm so interested in people's opinions. Chat, let's get ready. Same draft, not fantasy, real life. Ja Morant, LaMelo Ball, they're both sitting there. You're the GM. Who do you take? Kill Kev. Oh, this is a good one. Kill Kev. I forgot this was you, mate, but you chimed in yesterday because I was talking about the Flaming Mo sneakers, and I said that they were Adidas shoes. And he said, why are you pronouncing it? That's so funny. And I know you Americans call it Adidas, but Adidas is a German company. It's a German word, and it's pronounced in German Adidas. It's not pronounced Adidas. So I say it Adidas. Now, I say it with an Australian accent, and I say it Adidas, but it's not Adidas. It's a German company with a German-sounding name. Everyone's taking LaMelo here. Interestingly, when, or not everyone, basically everyone, when I did the poll, it was 53% Jar Morant. I think Grizzlies Twitter got a hold of it. And I think that's maybe what happened. But uh, I thought it would be LaMelo over him. I would take LaMelo, I think, over Jar. And I, I really like Jar. But his lack of shooting um, is somewhat of an issue for me. And I think LaMelo is, is LaMelo, I think LaMelo's a better passer. 
And I think he might be a better defender as well. Someone asked, and I didn't see his name, but I'll try and find it. Oh, yeah, Nana nah, yeah, with a super chat. Uh, any good centers for today? I assume you mean streaming options. Let's have a look at guys who might be, be available as streaming centers. I'm just going through. Most of the streamers today look to be small blokes. I guess you could look at Mo Wagner. That could work out. You could look at Corley Stein with Porzingis likely out. Um, maybe the uh, Zubats, maybe. Yeah, I'd say it's probably Wagner and Corley Stein are the two that are going to be wild, widely available. Not wildly, widely. Chet Manley says your super chat got skipped. Did it, Chet? I'm pretty sure you didn't ask a question. Let me go try and find you. Chet, there's no question on your super chat. I can't answer it if there's no question there. But thank you for the super chat. I just here we go. Uh, now now I see you've added it in the in the chat. Uh twelve team nine cat, can you use your crystal balls, giggity, to rank rest of season? Wiseman, Claxton, Roby, Patton, Cousins. Wiseman? Roby? Um, the others are all like none of those, to be honest, not one of those players is a must roster twelve team league player. If you had any of them, if you sent me a picture of your roster and any of those guys were on there, I'd say, that's great that you've got Roby for this week while Horford's got one more rest coming up, but they they are all going to be better off being streamed. I don't see Cousins going to any situation where he's a 12-team league guy. Patton has value for about a minute while uh, until Wood returns. Claxton, I, I'm not convinced they're going to give him 25 minutes. I hope they would, but I'm not convinced. Wiseman, he's not good at this point, and he needs yeah, 20 plus minutes to be that guy. So none of those guys are 12-team league must-roster players. Would I rather Lonzo or Lamelo? Lamelo. Um, let's see what else have we got. Aunt B with some messages retracted, whatever that means. Uh, well, he says now he's message retracted, then put a question in. Should I trade KD or Embiid? I'm worried about back-to-backs. Why? Why are you worried about back-to-backs? KD's played back-to-backs this year. Embiid has played back-to-backs this year. KD's currently hurt with a hamstring injury. If you're trading these guys away, especially Embiid, if you don't get a top five player back, you're losing. If you're trading KD away and you're not getting a top seven player back, you're losing. And I don't think you're going to get that back. Stuart Hiller. I traded Lamello and Horford for BAM. Did I win that trade? I'm not sure. Maybe. I think it's possible that... It's unlikely, but it's possible Lamelo is better than Bam. It's un- it's unlikely. Um, the the adding the Horford side of it though, I think is almost is too much. Who should I want Drummond to be traded to? Charlotte, maybe. Like, who needs a center to be bad and play thirty plus minutes? What team centers is he better than? If you count the Raptors centers as being Siakam and Boucher, I'm not sure he's better than them. Maybe the Celtics, but he's just so, I don't know, he's so weird in terms of how he plays that it's hard to get excited about him. LM, nine cat league. Uh, Randall and Conley or Middleton and Turner? My team includes Doncic, Shea, Oubre, Porter Jr. Who's Porter Jr.? I assume it's Michael. I have Turner and Middleton. I would suggest, now that is a big change, obviously. Turner, massive, massive amount of blocks. Um, so it's just going to change the whole outlook of your team. I think you probably want Middleton and Turner there. 
Jason Walsh, Anthony Davis for my Jared Allen. Uh, I'm in third. Playoff starts March 15th. Huh. That's a tough one, Jace. Um, one IR. Do you have any other injured players? Doesn't. Oh, you got CJ. Hmm. And your third, you looks like you're going to make playoffs, I'm guessing. Um, I would, I would probably get Anthony Davis there. Yes. Uh, Andrew Sard, is Derek White still must roster after be, due to being out the next two weeks due to COVID? Are you just making that up that he's out the next two weeks? Because you've got to be really careful just putting out statements that you're um, making up. And I'll tell you why that's important to note. Is a two-week absence minimum. Usually that's that's a safe amount, two-week absence, right? So we can come out and say, well, Derek White's out for the next two weeks. But when was the last time Derek White played? It was on the 14th of February. We are 12 days removed from that already. When did he catch COVID? 15th? 16th? Two weeks might mean he's back in two days. It doesn't mean two weeks from now. It doesn't mean he's out for two weeks from when the Spurs started playing. Remember, they had like a whole week and a few days off because of postponements. So yes, I'm holding him. It is not two weeks from now, unless you've found news that I have not seen. Lucas Schuster, what round would I draft Jonathan Isaac next year? Absolutely no idea. No idea, Lucas. It's a long way away. I don't like to make comments about that sort of stuff without doing projections. Otherwise, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Like, really, I would be hesitant to draft him inside the top 50. I'd say he's probably in that 70 range. Um, I'd be hesitant. Zeus de los Santos, what do I think about Vanderbilt outlook after last night's performance after the coach change? I think you add him and then let's figure, let's figure out what's going on. It's probably not going to work out, but just add him and see what happens. We're getting ready to wrap this guy up. Um, I will take two more questions. This is stupid. Everyone asking questions, no one answers. You're right, Mr. Huge Player. I've, I've never answered any questions on this 30-minute show of me answering questions. Um, well, do you have a question? Do you have a question about LaMarcus Aldridge? I answered that on yesterday's show a lot, but I'll answer it for you again now. LaMarcus Aldridge, I am... He was a drop before his injury with the way he was playing. I I don't think he's a starter in the NBA next season. I think there is a legitimate chance, and I didn't think I would be saying this. I think there is a legitimate chance that maybe he comes off the bench for a big chunk of this um, big chunk of this season. I, if you want to add him and you've got a streaming spot, by all means, do it. I think it's fine to do it. Um, but my hopes for him are pretty, pretty low. Let's go with one more question. Joey Brooks, you super chatted without asking anything. Uh, Oliver Gilmore, here's a question. And it's gonna it's a question where I have to ask a question back, but that's fine because I think it's important. I need to trade Halley. Why? Why do you need to do that? That's a question that you should ask yourself. People will say this all the time. I need to get rid of him. Like, why? Why do you need to do that? Um... Who do I try and trade for? Just the most broad question you could possibly ask. There is, unless you just, like, did he did he slap your mum on the ass or something? Like, why do you need to trade Halliburton? How about you just keep him? If you want to trade him or you think he's a sell high, then sure. Who do you get from? You're punting assists. Well, what you want to do is target a top 50 player because I think that's where Halliburton can be the rest of the season. Um... 
can we get a skincare routine? Model X, that's probably one for the off season. It's, it's pretty uh, detailed. Alfred Zach. Oh, that wasn't you before, Alfred. Um, D'Lo or Michael Porter Jr. in Yahoo Points Leagues? You just got to take the dude that's playing. I don't know how you can take the other guy. You can't take Russell. You got to take Porter. Where's Lowry going? <clears throat> Probably home to take a shit at this point. But I, I, again, I don't think he's getting traded. I think that is a lot of um, a lot of uh, garbage. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Joseph C. Twelve category, including field goals made and free throw made. And I hate. You know what I hate? I hate those categories. This will be my last question, by the way. I hate those categories. For a start, terrible categories. Don't play. Look, get that league changed. That is a terrible category. But seeing FGM, my immediate thoughts just go female genital mutilation, which is obviously horrible, and I don't like seeing it. Um, Ubre or OG the rest of the season? Hmm. I think because you are including two horrendous categories there, um, and they include volume and and usage then it's got to be the guy with higher volume and higher usage. And that player is Cali Ubre. Do I answer non-Super Chats? Yes, just that I have to prioritize the Super Chats. Oh, maybe we'll go a little bit longer here. Kurt Royce, I love watching you win titles with the Magic. I am going to do another Magic video. It's going to be year eight coming up. And what I'm also going to do is one, <coughs> one of the playoff games, I might just play, I won't play because I'm shit outs on the sticks, but I might just put a game on so you can watch those guys on the court. And I'll just do, here's a full game, um, 2K simulation and watch one of the playoff games. I might do that. Anyway, uh, let's go with another couple of questions. I do have a phone call I have to get to really soon. Wait, what was the category I don't like? I don't like field goals made. I don't like free throws made. I don't like double doubles. They are shit categories. Should I trade Schroeder for Bogdanovich in Atlanta? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't see why you would. Bogdanovich did absolutely nothing before his injury. And it still remains a fact that there is uh, crowded guys there on the wing. Um, where is Nathan? All right, now that's it. We're going. I've got to go to a. Um, I've got to go to a phone call. I've got a meeting. I've got to attend. So, guys, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Thumbs up. Comments. Hey, if you are in the live chat here, go and um, go and drop a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. All right, we're done here. Thank you so much for watching and for listening, guys. See ya.